The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Dr. Carol's Couch with your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of Dr. Lieberman, her guests, and callers. Now it's time to have a seat on Dr. Carol's Couch. Here's your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome to today's edition of Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. And today is going to be one of the most important shows um, that you have heard uh, me host. <laughs> one of the most important topics are... Uh, on my shows. I mean, it's, it's something that I can't even believe that we are talking about. Uh, I titled today's show, Seriously, A Mosque at the Site of 9-11. I mean, when I first read about this, I guess when I first came across it on the Internet in Google News, I, I thought it was a joke. I mean, I couldn't believe that this was actually being contemplated, that people were going to build a mosque um, two blocks away from the fallen Twin Towers, fallen because of the planes crashing into them at 9-11. Unfortunately, it was not a joke. And unfortunately, uh, today, in fact, just this morning, it went, uh, it overcame yet another obstacle to actually being completed. My guests today are the um, foremost people in the fight against this happening. And let me just say, you know, it's not that I am, I mean, I certainly believe in freedom of religion, and it's not that I am against mosques in general. However, the idea of building one at the site of 9-11 is just, is just incredibly dangerous, as you will hear my guests talk about. Uh, and it is a sign of not only political correctness being taken to absurd, absurd lengths. This is the most absurd uh, yet. But it is also evidence of the huge denial in this country about terrorism and about the ongoing threat of terrorism and about the fact that the terrorists <laughs> keep on plodding along. They have been for years, and they are continuing to. And putting this, this mosque at the site of 9-11 is their greatest um, conquest yet. And if, in fact, it does come to pass, which I'm hoping we can still avoid, and that's part of why I want to do this show, to get this message out, the information out about why it is so bad. Now, as many of my listeners know, um, I have written a book called Coping with Terrorism, Dreams Interrupted, and the first chapter is devoted to overcoming denial. And now, years after 9-11, the denial in our country has not dissipated. It has only grown. And putting a mosque at the site of the Twin Towers is denial at its peak. So without further ado uh, from me, let me introduce my guests. Um, for Gordon Klingenschmidt, he is a former U.S. Navy chaplain with a, a background that um, has shown that he has been a... a 
a leader in um, in addressing these kinds of outrages. I'll let you t- I'll let him tell you about that in his own right. Keith Davies, the director of the Forum for Middle Eastern Understanding, and Walid Shubat, a former Muslim terrorist. You've heard him on this show twice before. Um, his message. <laughs> Obviously, his message needs to be repeated many times because uh, America is not getting it. Um, he is the former, a former Muslim terrorist and the chair of the Walid Shubat Foundation. So welcome to the show, all of you. I appreciate you being on. Um, needless to say, today is a very sad day for this quest. And um, who would like to start? <laughs> well, well I can start. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Which one? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Say, um, <laughs> <laughs> you well, need to pick one of us. <laughs> I don't want to play favorite. In the kitchen, um, you know, the dish will burn. <laughs> um, why don't we? Well, uh, why don't we have Waleed start? Go ahead. Well, I I think you know Americans need to begin to understand. You know, Bloomberg's argument that there's a freedom of religion is the wrong premise here. This is not what the people in the, in the United States of America are objecting about. No one is objecting about Muslims praying five times a day towards Mecca. That's not the issue at all. Or Mormons building a temple or Buddhists building a temple. That's not what we're talking about here, first of all. What we're talking about is a Sharia institution built by ground zero to declare to the Muslim world that they were victorious. And if we look at the translation of the Arabic media in which Faisal Abdul Rauf, the founder of the mosque, did several interviews, we find totally the opposite of what he had stated in the English. Mm. While he declares he is moderate, he says the most important issue in the Arabic language is to establish the, the fundamentals of Sharia. Well, Americans are not used to these terms, Sharia, Islamic law, Islamic legislation, Islamic constitution. And while he says it's not a mosque, he says it's an Islamic YMCA, mm-hmm. in the Arabic language he says it's a mosque to mm-hmm. Kuala Lumpur and to his constituents in Indonesia. And he says to the uh, Arabic media um, in Egypt, uh, he says, well, you know, <laughs> I do not believe in religious dialogue, while the Qurtuba initiative is supposedly about religious dialogue. Look, let's not fool ourselves. All the Islamic organizations, all the prominent Islamic organizations in America are pro-terrorism. Whether you look at the Islamic Society of North America, the Muslim American Society, the Palestine Committee of the U.S. Brotherhood, the Council of American Islamic Relations, the American Islamic Trust, all of them, ISNA, IIT, MPAC, every single one of them have supported morally or financially or with human resources the cause of jihad and terrorism. So this is the premise that the Americans who are objecting, that's what they're talking about, and Americans need to listen to the facts. So I'll let somebody else go ahead. Well, yes, just just one um, addition. Could you explain, because the name of the uh, mosque is uh, very significant. And, I mean, you know, if anyone had any questions about this, that should, should be a clue. Could you explain about that? The Cordoba Initiative. Cordoba or Cordova is in Spain. It's a throwback when the Muslims occupied Spain and Cordova and transferred the largest church to convert it to a mosque. This is 
the uh, epic of Islamic victories in which every time a war is declared on a non-Muslim country, those kind of acts are carried out. Vis-a-vis -vis in the same case, you have the same thing in Ground Zero. They, were, they consider themselves victorious over the U.S. So, and where they killed 3,000 Am Americans, uh, which would be considered kuffar, unbelievers, in, from a Muslim perspective, they established an Islamic embassy. A mosque in Islam is not simply a place of worship. It is also an embassy that should never be dismantled. And if a mosque is dismantled, it's a, it's a provocation for jihad in accordance to Islamic Sharia. Hmm. Uh, this throwback happened also in Jerusalem, you know, the Temple Mount for the Jews. Now we have Al-Aqsa Mosque. It happened in Hagia Sophia in Turkey, in which the largest church in Christendom was converted to a mosque, in which, of course, President Obama goes and visits. And uh, this is the kind of throwback. It, it, the, it, it's, it's a throwback when the Muslim invasion against Spain took place by Tariq ibn Ziyad. The famous story is memorized by all Muslims. When he made his famous speech, Al-Bahru wara'akum wal-adu'u izakum, the sea is behind you. He burned the ships to prevent his Muslim mujahideen to run away from the battle. And the enemy is ahead of you. And they conquered Spain on 7-11. 7-11 is even a throwback in which you had 7-11 terror activity in Great Britain. So Americans need to start connecting the dots. There is no longer an Islamic presence in Spain. Why would you call it the Cordoba Initiative? And mm -hmm. later on, of course, after Americans basically began to realize what this is about, he changed it to something else. Yeah, so are you saying um, that because the mosque is an embassy and that any destruction of that would be cause for jihad, that in a sense um, any kind of prote protests that we would do, let's say while, because I'm going to ask you all at the end um, what we can do you know, to try to stop this still. So if it got built or if it started being built, which it's supposed to start on 9-11, <laughs> by the way, which is another little clue, um, uh, then that would be reason, you know, that in itself would be provocation to have jihad against America, starting with New York. Absolutely. You, you need, Americans need to understand the slick willies of the Islamist movement. Faisal Abdul Rauf is such a person in which the Arabic clearly says his, his intentions. The slick willies will, uh, you know, they know very well. He knows very well that he, it's a win-win, either or. If the mosque is rejected, jihad is invoked. Mm. And the sentiments of the Muslim world that America is anti-Islam and anti-mosques. And this is, you see, I go to the Arabic media and I read all over. This is exactly what they're saying. It's invoking mm. more sentiments. And he's basically going to win the sentiments of the Muslim world to support his cause and support the Islamist cause. If he succeeds, then the confidence buildup of the Islamic world to say, that America is Sharia compliant, which is exactly what they're saying. Hmm. This is what the statements are coming out of their mouths, that America is Sharia compliant. Well, excuse me, Sharia is not simply a religion. Sharia is a constitution. They are ready for invoking Islamic laws. And if Americans are naive about the Sharia issue, they need to go to Great Britain and see how the, the Muslims in Britain began to establish Sharia institutions and Sharia uh, court system for Muslims to go and deal with their issues in an Islamic court system. Hmm. So the Americans who are objecting are objecting not because of religion. So Bloomberg needs to kind of stop talking religion 
and start talking Constitution. And that's the problem. Wow. All right. Uh, Gordon, would you like to uh, add your voice? Yes. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Carroll. And it's an honor to hear from great men like Waleed Shubat. And I totally thank agree you. in the sense that my research about the building of the 9-11 mosque at Ground Zero uh, and my debates with the Muslims on television and on radio shows across America uh, has really led me to believe that their intention is it, to reward the violent brand of Islam that persuaded and inspired, I think demonically inspired, terrorists to strap airplanes to their bodies and tr crash them into uh, the Twin Towers. Not only did they kill 2,996 innocent civilians in New York City, they did uh, the same thing to hundreds of servicemen at the Pentagon in Washington, D.C. Who can forget waking up on 11 September 2001 and seeing the World Trade Center crash into the ground well, this is the exact location now where American blood has been spilled, where they want to build a mosque in memory of and in honor of the violent brand of Islam as a reward to the people who shed blood in the name of Allah. Uh, and I'm very concerned about this. We should not be rewarding uh, people who fire violence and acts of terror. There's already 100 mosques in New York City. Hmm. This is not about freedom of religion. If they want to worship, they can go down the street. If they want to build a brand new mosque, they can do it a mile away from ground zero. Instead, they choose to build on top of the blood of innocent Americans who were slain. Yeah. Uh, to me, that's a sacred ground. Uh, even two blocks away on 45 Park Place, the building where the it was built in 1857 should be preserved as a historical landmark in New York City. But, yes, well, we'll get into uh, that when we come back. I'm sorry I have to interrupt you, but the music is saying we need to take a break. Um, we're, we'll be back right after this. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch. We're talking about the mosque at the site of 9-11 being contemplated, getting ever closer. So stay tuned. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? 
Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Radio by George is a lifestyle program dedicated to improving the lives of listeners by focusing on the holistic growth of their mind, body, and spirit. Host Eddie George shares his life experiences as well as the experiences of his guest commentators and experts with the listening audience to focus them toward reaching their personal and professional goals. Tune in every Monday afternoon at 1 p.m. PST, 4 p.m. EST to Radio by George on the Voice America channel and learn more from the life experiences of a man who went from being a somewhat unruly kid in the streets of Philadelphia to a retired professional athlete who has become a role model for not only young people, but for businessmen and women globally. Plan to spend your Monday afternoons with Eddie George and his empowering talk radio show, Radio by George. That's every Monday at 1 p.m. PST, right here on the Voice America channel. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time, the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll free at 1 866 472 5788. Now back to the show. Here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, talking with you today about, seriously, a mosque at the site of 9-11? Well, unfortunately, a lot of people are very serious, and this is an incredibly serious issue that um, the American public seems to be too busy drinking their lattes to pay attention to. Uh, my guests today are outstanding men who have been fighting the good fight. Um, so far, we have heard from Walid Shubat. He is a former Muslim terrorist and author and media commentator. He's the chair of the Walid Shubat Foundation. We've also heard from Gordon Klingenschmidt. He is a former U.S. Navy chaplain, and um, he uh, has developed a petition uh, against the mosque. We'll now hear from Keith Davies, who is the director of the Forum for Middle Eastern Understanding. Keith? Yes, uh, thank you for having me. Um, both of the uh, previous guests have, have uh, explained pretty thoroughly of what the situation is. But, but from what I do from the Forum for Middle Eastern Understanding is I actually organize um, former, former Muslims right, to have their voices heard, also former members of the military as well, and to have their voices heard in the media. And this is the main problem, is that the large mainstream media, even on the conservative side of the equation, are not willing to uh, explain the truth to the American people. And the political correctness also comes from the right as well as from the left. And, and that is a major problem and, uh, in getting an audience to hear the real truth of what the real issues are. And unless you're a person who's interested in the truth, 
and interested in this issue, it's very hard to get this message out to the mainstream where the average American who, you know, just goes on Yahoo, MSN.com, uh, or, you know, one of the main websites, the message that we're trying to give them and, and the message that we're trying to get across and the truth is not getting there, and so the average American person is not hearing the truth, and obviously, thank God for, for programs like yourself, but, you know, we have to be realistic here. You know, your audience is not like uh, 100 million, um, but we'd we, we like it that it would be, but we've got to get this message out to the average American because it's, this is the problem. is by not reaching um, the majority of the American people and they're not getting the truth is uh, people, um, is what's causing this problem because if everyone in America knew the truth, they wouldn't get away with this nonsense and they wouldn't get away with, the, uh, with, the, uh, with this mosque being put, in, put there and they'd understand that Islam is a political movement and not just a religion. Well, what is the main um, obstacle that you have been running up against as far as getting more mainstream media to to um, to it's, broadcast these views it's, to get it's, to the truth? It's, it's fear. I mean, it's basic fear. Um, when when any time, like even Fox News, they critic uh, they're afraid of criticizing Islam per se because then they get all the the uh, hate mail from the MPAC and. From Council for America Islamic Relations and from all the other main, main uh, Islamic organizations, threatening the media, saying that they're Islamophobes and all the rest. So they don't want to get that. That's all. They want to be fair and balanced. That you know, you know, it's not. And even Bill O'Reilly has said on his show that it's it's not it's not uh, useful to criticize Islam. It's not useful. Well, you know, uh, it's it's kind of useful to criticize Christianity or Judaism. No one has a problem with that, and no one's afraid of being killed if they do criticize those religions, but they're afraid that if they criticize Islam, either their head gets chopped off right, or, or there's uh, some financial consequences. And then when it comes to the, our government and our political leaders, is because the media is not telling the truth as well as the influence of Arabian oil, they're not willing to tell the truth either, and we're left snookered. Hmm. Um, you know, if I can add... If I can add also to the other part of the equation is that many in the liberal movement in America, it's not an issue of fear only, but an issue of agreement. Most Americans don't know the commonalities between liberal movements and the Islamic movement. The Islamic movement believes in some form of a big bang. They believe in, uh, also in the environment. This is why Al Gore compliments Islam when it comes to issues of the environment. The... Uh, conservative American views is not the same as Islamic views, because in Islam the uh, in the abortion issue, the gestation of the fetus, the the moment of conception is, not, is, is the life does not begin at the moment of conception, and also there is socialism in Islam, there is al ishtiraki al islami in Islam, so Islamic socialism, which countries like Libya and Egypt harbors most of the stuff. So they see that there is an agenda that is, is very common with the liberal movement, and they, they overlook the other issues for the sake of these commonalities with the Islamic movement. Hmm. Hmm. Yes, if you look at the far left uh, in this country, they ally themselves with the Islamic uh, uh, doctrine. I mean, you know, you have to go on the Huffington Post or the Daily Kos, the avid hatred of Israel, right, and the self-hatred of America is just so predominant on these websites and the far left, I mean, that's unfortunate. We've got them rolling our country today. Well, you know, you mentioned um, about the, the role of finances. I mean, for example, that 
I gather what you were saying, uh, Keith, was that that these these different television um, channels um, are concerned about what, like um, Arabs, besides getting hate mail, Arabs uh, countries or Muslim countries or or corporations not uh, advertising, or I mean, how does finance? How do finances play into this? Yeah, one of the one of the tactics that uh, Council for America Islamic Relations use of care is they will then try and boycott the station and uh, write letters to the main sponsors of the station, uh, the main advertisers, to tell them how bad the, the station is or how bad this particular show is, and that they shouldn't advertise and they shouldn't put the um, and. So, so they, and, and, it's, and some, sometimes, and many times, it's successful. They've tried that with Michael Savage and succeeded in, in stopping many of the people advertising with him. Um, and in Glenn Beck as well, that situation, where I think, um, in his radio show, and certainly in the early days when he was on uh, CNN, um, they tried to boycott his sponsors as well. Um, and we have proof of this because uh, there's a, a David Goebbels did a, a, an expose. He did, and um, he was a... Um, he, he pretended that he converted to Islam, and he got in as an employee of CARE, and he basically got all their documents, copied them all, and then wrote a book called Muslim Mafia, which you can read, which exposes uh, exactly the, uh, the shenanigans of God and CARE to, uh, to put pressure on the media and put pressure on politicians and so forth to uh, keep the Islamic agenda going. Hmm. Carol, if I could add to that, sure. uh, this is Chaplain Klingenschmidt, that the, the Muslim are themselves suspect. This is not like, uh, you know, where a handful of worshippers are getting together and they pitch in 10% of their offerings and they want to build a mosque together. No, this is all the money, uh, up to $100 million is coming from overseas power brokers, a lot of oil money, a lot of uh, pro-Islam sort of uh, political powers are trying to make a political statement. Why does the mosque have to be 13 stories high yes, yes. and cost a hundred million dollars, of which I'm told 60 million is already being pledged by a financier who has supported Hamas and Hezbollah in the Gaza Strip. Uh, these people are really making a statement of power, as Walid indicated. When they conquered Jerusalem, they built a mosque on top of King Solomon's temple. When they conquered Constantinople, they built a mosque on top of St. Sophia's uh, church. When they conquered Spain, they built a giant mosque at Cordoba, which is still there today. And now when they've conquered New York City, they're making a political statement to the world that we have won and New York has lost. And it, they're really uh, dishonoring the memory. They have no right to use words like Islamophobia. And, and that's how they kind of characterize it, as if we're afraid of Islam. That's an insult to the firemen who gave their lives. Do you think they were cowards when they climbed the Twin Towers to give their lives to rescue other people from Islamic terror? Those men are not Islamophobes. Those men are heroes who were very courageous and defended uh, American blood. They took a poll of just about all the boroughs of New York. The, the voters were uh, all against the building of a mosque at Ground Zero except in Manhattan. Manhattan, it was about a 51% liberal basis, and they actually favored building the mosque. But I think that poll was skewed because those firefighters were allowed to vote in the poll. You know why? Because they're dead. Hmm. Wow. Um, 
if I can add. Yes, go ahead. We only have a, m a minute before the uh, next break, but you can start. You know, you had uh, you know one point three million dollars uh, that's granted to the American Society for Muslim Advancement. It got largest donation also five hundred and seventy-six thousand dollars from Qatar, the Persian Gulf nation uh, that has long harbored terror financiers, and even the government of Qatar stands accused of funding international terrorism. Uh, Qatar also has for decades hosted the people like uh, the Muslim Brotherhood spiritual chief uh, Yusuf Qaradawi. Uh, the, you know, the el this, this elderly sheikh uh, is a large founding shareholder uh, of terror financing of Attaqwa Bank, it, which champions Sharia law and wife beating and suicide bombing and so on and so forth. So we're talking about monies also coming from Libya, you know, a terror sponsoring state. Mm. So, we, you know, we're not basically exposing this issue uh, because these Muslims are gathering the monies from American community, uh, Muslim community. No, this money is coming from states that harbor terrorism. So, you know, you've got to follow the trail of the money. And if the money is being spent by Muslim fundamentalists, they are going to acquire a place that's going to basically do the bidding uh, for the Islamist movement. Yes, absolutely. Well, is that... I mean, there seems to be, in the reports that I read, they're saying they're still investigating where this money is coming from, but is that just, you know, they just don't want to tell the American people really what, what there is known about it already? Well, I think they know where the money is coming from. I think this is why I argue it's that the, the people who are voting are liberals, and they see eye to eye with the Islamic movement. Mm -hmm. you look, President Obama gave his speech in uh, Egypt, and yeah. Americans are not aware. They, got, they could Google it, look at it, look at YouTube. You could put Obama with the word zakat, Z-A-K-A-T, which is Islamic financing for Islamic causes. And he said, President Obama himself said, I will do everything in my life to establish zakat in America. <laughs> so when Muslims hear this kind of thing, it builds their confidence. And this is why the money is coming in. Hmm. He will stop it. He will... He, I didn't understand that. He would. Uh, he will. He will encourage the the, the giving of zakat or creating of uh, uh, zakat. So spelled Z A K A T. That's what he was saying. Uh huh. Uh huh. He would. Not the, he would the of stopping. He would encourage that. Correct. I, That's right. I mean, because, I mean there isn't, so there isn't a law <laughs> or something against. Um, is aren't there laws against foreign um, countries or terrorist foreign countries? Um, investing this kind of money like this? Oh, and there's the... We'll have to, I'll have to wait for the answer to that question until we come back. Uh, we're talking today about, seriously, a mosque at the site of 9-11. My guests are um, Walid Shubat, Gordon Klingenschmidt, and Keith Davies. And we'll be back with more of these uh, important things that you need to know. That uh, You're not going to hear it, as they said in the mainstream media. So please stay tuned. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. 
If you want to get ahead, you have to stand out from the crowd, the clutter, and the competition. Are you? Tune in each week for Standing Out with Lauren Saunier. Lauren and her guests have the secrets that can help you and your business get noticed, get attention, and achieve your desired results no matter where you're starting from. Standing Out with Lauren Saunier, live every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Get ready to be a marketing machine. What it comes down to, ladies, is that defining line between been there, done that, and ain't going back, baby. Yeah, I've heard them call you yuppies and baby boomers, maybe even dolls, babes, darling, sugar, and sweetheart. But I say that women are truly amazing. Join Dr. Marlene for Amazing Women, Brains, Beauty, and Style, every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, right here on the Voice America Women's Radio Network. At last, a radio program dedicated to helping women look fabulous and feel fabulous naturally. You'll pick up tips on natural detox, learn about the benefits of whole foods, practice stress and relaxation techniques, and learn more about health, relationships, remedies, and self-motivation. Tune in to Feel and Look Fabulous with Arena. Broadcast live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We promise you, it's women's time well spent. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, Check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, talking with you today about the mosque that is inching ever closer to being built at the site of 9-11, the two blocks from the Twin Towers. Uh, my guests are leaders in the fight against this. They've, if they haven't chilled you already with um, what they've been talking about, and these are people who really know. It's, I mean, it's so sad. You know, when when um, after 9/11, I started doing research um, for writing my book, Coping with Terrorism, and just and the hotline and all all these things because I felt as a psychiatrist, what I could contribute most um, to this country is um, helping people wake up from their denial, wake up from their sleep, wake up from their fear, you know, that they're escaping from in so many different ways today, overeating, over sleeping, you know, our economic problem, the children going to hell in a handbasket, all kinds of things that are happening in our, in our country um, are really psychological reactions to 9-11 and to the ongoing threat of terrorism. And so now the idea of a mosque being built at the site of 9-11 is just taking this whole issue to um, incredible, super surreal heights, in my opinion. 
Now, before my guests today, um, who I want to go back to, um, are uh, we've been hearing from Walid Shubat. He's a former Muslim terrorist, author, media commentator. He's the chair of the Walid Shubat Foundation. Gordon Klingenschmidt, he's a chaplain who has uh, been a leader and, and outspoken in, in these kinds of issues before, and he has a petition going. We'll talk, tell you about that before the end of the show. Keith Davies, he's the director of the Forum for Middle Eastern Understanding. Now, before the break, um, I was asking about aren't there laws against um, having foreign countries, especially countries who uh, harbor terrorists or are seats of terrorism, from preventing them from investing, no less making, you know, uh, building a mosque, but uh, investing in lands uh, in our country. And, and Wally, you started to answer that. Well, the, I mean, right after 9-11, the Holy Land Fund Foundation uh, was closed down under President Bush. So there is laws. Uh, We're not acting these, enacting these laws. Uh, look at Qatar, which is donating uh, a, a bunch of this money to build this mosque. And they have a taqwa bank, which uh, Yusuf Qaradawi is also a shareholder, and which Qatar supports. So Qatar definitely does support this kind of thing. And of course, Libya, there's no question, Libya is a state-sponsored terrorism, and they're donating this money into this mosque. That's illegal. So uh, it's not that we don't have laws. It's that, you know, the silence of the homeland security itself on the issue, on many issues on terrorism, uh, even allowing uh, preachers, to, Muslim preachers, to come at Fort Hood. How many Americans know? Right after the Fort Hood massacre, uh, the American government allowed Lu'ai Safi, the head of Islamic Society of North America, to give sensitivity training to our troops after massacring huh. Americans. And... <laughs> You know, the ironic thing about it, they didn't go to the Arabic. I go to the Arabic. Lu'ai Safi says in the Arabic language, every Muslim community should assess its situation to see what kind of jihad they want to conduct. <laughs> What's he talking mm -hmm. about? Financial mm -hmm. jihad as well as, you know, man, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> you know sell, j real jihad, terrorism. Uh, so because jihad comes in different stages in Islam. So it's pretty clear what's happening here. It's just the will of the government to carry the action of what the American people want. And you were saying during a break, you were telling us about um, you know one, some of the things that you've been reading about um, because of the, you know your of course access to the Arab world, the Arab language, Arab media, uh, understanding it, and uh, yeah. some of the things are just incredibly outrageous. And, and tell us about that. I was doing research regarding the mosque in Temecula, California. Uh, the guy who's sponsoring this mosque is raising funds the same way as in Ground Zero. And he is associated with the Muslim Brotherhood. And the American Muslim sentiment in the Arabic language and the Muslim sentiments in the Middle East and the Muslim world regarding a demonstration of Americans saying, you know, we don't want this mosque built in Temecula. You look at the comments. And the comments should outrage Americans. You know, they're saying... Uh, this is a famous speech from Al-Hajjaj ibn Yusuf al-Thaqafi when he went to Iraq. I see, and the translation in English, I see fruits that are ready for the plucking. And the story is known, the interpretation is known. So the fruits in this case is the heads. We see American heads ready for plucking, chopping heads off, because they're trying to stop the building of a mosque. So this is the response from Muslim communities, Muslim, you know, people who read the articles. This is why I stated 
that the slick willies of the Islamist movement know what they're doing. They know they could muster jihad either case, whether they win the idea of establishing a mosque or they lose the idea of establishing a mosque. Americans need to start to understand that it doesn't matter what you're going to do, you're being invaded. In fact, even Faisal Abdel Rauf's book, you know, while he wrote his book, he says, what's right with Islam? That's in the English language. But in the Arabic language, the same book has a different title. Mm. The title of his book is A Call to Prayer from the World Trade Center Rubble. Huh. A Call to Da'wah from the Heartland of America post 9-11. Hello. A Call to Da'wah. Da'wah is what? Islamization of America. Invoking mm. the Sharia in America. The political jihadist movement in America. That's what he's talking about. So the Arabic reflects the reality of what they believe in their hearts. Americans are not aware of what Islamist slick willies believe. Uh, the Muslim Brotherhood dogma believes in what they call taqiyya wal-kitman, to conceal the true intent uh, in their hearts uh, and hating the enemy in their hearts while smiling to their faces. They have something called muruna, which means flexibility. You should be flexible with the enemy, be stealth with the enemy. In fact, this is what he said Islam. We should be stealth. We shouldn't be going around saying that we don't separate mosque from state. Because he was asked by the Arab media, hey, wait a minute, you're a Muslim. You say that you, se you want to separate mosque from state. And he says, yeah, I admit as a Muslim, 99% of Muslims do not separate mosque from state. These are not my words. This is Faisal Abdel Rauf's words. Mm -hmm. But we have to be stealth. The important issue is to establish Sharia in America. This is what he said to establish the fundamentals of Sharia to govern, this is his exact words, govern, govern, not pray, govern, govern America, govern, you know, with Sharia laws. And, and, and then they asked him, they said, well, you know, uh, I thought, we thought that this whole thing uh, is about religious dialogue. And he said, I do not believe in religious dialogue. Excuse me. The Qurtuba initiative is about religious dialogue. Go to the website. In the English, it's about the religious dialogue. To the Arabic media, he says, I don't believe in religious dialogue. In fact, the title of the article was, the most uh, famous imam in New York City says, I don't believe in religious dialogue. Uh, Mr. Bloomberg, he, this is not about religion. This is about Sharia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, establishing Sharia law in America. Um, <laughs> It's uh, essentially what the, the mosque is like a Trojan horse. Exactly. It's a um, Trojan horse. Just one, the, the 13, Gordon had mentioned a little while ago about the 13 stories. Is there some symbolism in making it 13 stories? Well, I don't know about the number 13 particularly, but uh, you can bet that there's going to be a crescent on top of a dome on top of the 13-story building, and the shadow, you can bet at a certain time of day, uh, the shadow of that crescent is going to fall directly over the heart of where the Twin Towers fell. Hmm. Uh, and I think that is a political statement. I wouldn't be surprised if the vector of that shadow were directly along half of one of the airplanes that hmm. flew hmm. along that same uh, radius as it crashed into the towers. Yes. Uh, but this, it wouldn't this battle be surprising. Is not over. We have a petition on our website. Well, yes. Which is we're gonna, in, in the Jesus next name. in the next segment in the se next segment we're going to be talking about what we can all do now that you've riled us all up. Um, what we can do about it. 
So stay tuned. Please listen to uh, the rest of Dr. Carol's Couch. Uh, this is incredibly, incredibly important. Please wake up. You're listening uh, to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Please stay tuned, and we'll tell you what you can do. This isn't necessarily a fate accompli. Talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, Check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com What it comes down to, ladies, is that defining line between been there, done that, and ain't going back, baby. Yeah, I've heard them call you yuppies and baby boomers, maybe even dolls, babes, darling, sugar, and sweetheart. But I say that women are truly amazing. Join Dr. Marlene for Amazing Women, Brains, Beauty, and Style every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific right here on the Voice America Women's Radio Network. Are you a wow, a wise, outrageous woman of a certain age who wants thrilling work, vibrant health, joyful relationships, financial freedom, and the new F word, fun, in the next stage of life? Join host Lynn Schreiber in the wow zone each week where you'll meet amazing women who are creating lives filled with passion, purpose, and pizzazz. In the Wow Zone, broadcast live every Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Anything is possible. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at one 866 472 5788. Now back to the show. Here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, trying to wake you up today if you have not heard yet about uh, the mosque being planned to be built at the site of 9-11. And even if you've heard of it before, certainly after my guests have uh, talked about what this really means, um, this should have been waking you up all the more. Now we're going to be talking about what you can do to um, to join against this, to to try to rise up against this, this Trojan horse, um, this symbol of conquest, essentially. Um, so, why don't, Gordon, why don't you start with uh, your petition? Tell people about your petition and how they can um, 
where how they can, where they can go to sign it. Yes, thank you, Carol. Um, we have a free petition that people can sign to stop building a mosque at Ground Zero, and you just sign that at our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that website is PrayInJesusName.org. And we have already had thousands of people sign that petition, which we faxed on hard paper to the New York City Landmarks Commission. Unfortunately, today, the New York City Landmarks Commission voted 9-0 to forbid landmark status to the old building that was built in 1840, excuse me, 1857 at the site of the mosque, 45 Park Place in New York City. Uh, so instead, when you sign your petition, we will be delivering that to the powers that be. Anyone in New York, especially Mayor Bloomberg, or uh, I know Rick Lazio is running for governor, and he has campaigned against the mosque, we will deliver those petitions to the decision makers in the weeks and months ahead. So visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org, and sign that petition today. And just uh, so people understand, this is not... You know, you're not um, making this sort of a, a, it's not just for people who pray to Jesus. It's, it's sort of a, anyone can sign this. That's right. Uh, my story came to prominence when I was a Navy chaplain who was fired by the Navy because I used the word Jesus in my public prayers. But since then, I've led many activist causes, not only for freedom of speech for Christians, but also to oppose Sharia law, for example, in Dearborn, Michigan, where four American evangelists were arrested and thrown in jail for handing out the Gospel of John on a public sidewalk and talking about Jesus <laughs> at a Muslim festival in Dearborn, Michigan. Now Sharia law is here in America. They're arresting Americans who talk about Jesus mm -hmm. because Sharia law says that no Muslim is allowed to convert or even hear the word Jesus from uh, someone who would persuade them to give them freedom of religion. Wow. Uh, wow. Um, Waleed, what are you uh, going to be doing now? What's the next step as far as the mosque? Uh, I'm mostly in the media and mostly speaking at churches, uh, synagogues, and what have you, universities, to alert Americans. So I'm mostly, you know, in the media issue. Uh, Keith could answer the question okay. of what needs to be done better than I could. Okay, Keith? Well, one of the, re the, the, the ways that we get into churches um, is actually from people right across the country who contact us and say they'd like Wally to come to their church or the synagogue. And we depend on the people on the, uh, on the grassroots across the country uh, to help us get this message out because maybe you don't have the knowledge and you don't have the expertise to make people understand what the issues are, but we have the, we have the people who have the knowledge and the archery power and the ability to, to explain uh, clearly to an audience what the um, positions are and what the, what the issues are. So if you're an individual person that wants to make a difference, what you can do is contact us at the website shubat.com. Uh, the web email address is walid at shubat.com. That's W-A-L-I-D at shubat.com. And email us and say that you were interested in helping us get Walid's message out and others out um, so that we can um, get the issues discussed. We also... What we're doing, actually, on November the 21st, uh, November the 5th will be the anniversary of the Fort Hood Massacre, and on November the 21st, two weeks after that, we are, we're sort of skipping the elections, otherwise it'll get lost in the media, is we're trying to do a major event right in Killeen, 
uh, where we will be speaking out um, at a convention, which will include Walid Kamal Salim, another former terrorist, Lieutenant General Jerry Boykin, uh, Major Stephen Coughlin, who was fired by the Pentagon for saying that Islam is not a moderate, has no moderation, there's no moderate thinking in Islam. Right? And Robert Spencer and Lieutenant Kukulu will be master ceremonies. And we'll have a 20-minute uh, memorial service for the victims of Fort Hood. Mm. And the title of the event is called Diversity Starts with the Truth, um, which will be very controversial when we put six or seven billboards up on the highways and advertise on all the local radio stations about this event. Uh, there should be a pretty controversial reaction especially from the Muslim community, and that will hopefully get the, the thing discussed, if not nationally, certainly regionally and locally. Yes, yes. So creating controversy, unfortunately, is the only real way that we have left uh, to get the actual message discussed in the mainstream media. For the most part, the left-wing media, you know, the NBC, the CBSs of the world, the New York Times, are not going to discuss what we discuss because they're uh, in cahoots with the enemy, you could say. Uh, and they will rebuke us, but eventually, um, as things turn, you know, public opinion will turn. The same when Martin Luther King Jr., when he was uh, fighting for uh, civil rights for black people, uh, he was also uh, vilified and rebuked um, and thought of a, as a troublemaker when he started. Uh, and as he grew in popularity, the media turned in his favor, and uh, you know, he. We all know the story of Martin Luther King. So. Uh, we're in a similar situation. We're rebuked, and we're Islamophobes, and we're the bad guys. Uh, until you know, eventually, as we keep repeating the message over and over again, right? Eventually, hopefully, we'll be the good guys, and people will wake up to the true facts of what we're dealing with here. Yes, absolutely. And of course, uh, the fear is, or the uh, that if America doesn't wake up quickly enough to the truth, um, you know, that we are going to be ripe for the plucking, uh, ready for the plucking. And, um, you know, that, that, it's a race against time because what so many of you don't understand is that this is really, you know, this, this isn't about a few extremists. This is, there is or just even um, uh, about Osama bin Laden. There is a huge worldwide movement uh, to conquer the West, and, and we have to wake up or else, you know, we're going to be... Uh, we're going to be conquered before before we know what happened. You know, our political correctness is going to kill us. Um, just, it, it, I mean, right. it's just when 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 Hitler, when Hitler took over Germany, you know, not not all Germans were Nazis, and the Nazi Party itself was only a small, very small minority. But they were able to come to power through through the ballot box and then take over dictatorship. What we're dealing here was probably worse uh, because we have an element of called God. God told me to do it. Yes. Right, and because of the element of religion and the political correctness, it's even more dangerous than Nazism. Yes. Because we're not willing to confront it like we were with the Nazis. Yes, yes. When they invaded Poland and, and Pearl Harbor so, and Japan. And because it's so insidious from coming from all over the world, uh, spots all over the world. Well, let me give, I, I do want to give out those website addresses again. Um, uh, a petition that you can sign at PrayInJesusName.org. And um, uh, inviting Walid and, and uh, people, his colleagues, people who also know the truth, uh, to speak at your temple or church or, or other um, public seminar spot. Uh, that's Walid, W-A-L-I-D at Shubat, S-H-O-E-B-A-T dot com. And I'd like to thank my guests for their hard work and for trying so hard to bring you the truth. Uh, Walid Shubat. Gordon Klingenschmidt, and Keith Davis. 
So, Dave, thank you. So, thank you all for being on the show. You're welcome. And um, I do hope that uh, we have awakened some minds to what the real intents are. This is not just a harmless mosque or not just a, a place where people can, can all pray together because there are plenty of those. And, again, the show is not against religious freedom or against mosques in general. It's about uh, the symbolism of building a mosque at the site of 9-11. So thank you all for being on the show. Thank you all for listening. You've been listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Thank you for joining us on Dr. Carol's Couch. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific time for another installment of Dr. Carol's Couch. We'll save you a seat.